The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Big Sills! Big Sills strikes again! Good afternoon, Dan Cilio, National Football Show. How you doing? Gee! Five days ago, Dan Cilio reported that the Philadelphia Eagles officially had reached out to Adamic and Sue to start negotiations. Today! Today! How he makes it happen, pushes the chips in, and you have Adamic and Sue. You have now addressed in the middle of the season. I don't care if Sue's 70%. 70% with fresh legs, that's a pretty damn good sign. And I do believe Adamic and Sue has something left in the tank. How you doing? Absolutely. Sue has probably been the second-best defensive tackle. If you had to put the three tackles over the last decade in order, Donald, Sue, and Fletcher, those three guys were your best defensive tackles. And it wasn't really close for fourth. They were the dominant guys. Over the last decade, Dominic and Sue, Fletcher Cox, and Aaron Donald. Howie Roseman is doing one thing for sure. They believe they can win the Super Bowl this year. Here, let's do this too. Whether or not the Robert Quinn or Sue or the kid from the Chargers works out, he believes right now in his possession that roster they have is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Give it to him. Give it to Howie Roseman. They're pushing their chips in. John brings up a great point. Now maybe not only Robert Quinn shining, but now maybe also Hassan Reddick being more consistent. We've been, we've been touting Adama Kitsu for over a week. And like I said, if you go to my Twitter page, just so you know, again, it's not something that we're just bringing up for content here. I said five days ago, the Eagles had contacted Sue. And they were in the works of trying to work a deal out. Can I tell you who they outbid? We happen to know who they outbid. We'll get that to you here in a minute. 
Maniac, what up, man? So now what you can do, now you have a rotation. And then if I was Jordan Davis, I'm going to be in a room with Fletcher Cox, Javon Hardgrave, and Adamic and Sue, and Tracy Rocker. I don't know about you. You couldn't have a better classroom. You're getting your master's degree now. You were coached at Georgia. You won a national title. Now you're in the midst of a race to win the NFC East. And you've got those guys sitting next to you? Congratulations. You not only improved your run defense, but you also have brought a professional in the room for Jordan Davis to learn from. Milton Williams, too. Tyler, thank you for coming aboard. You're going to be able to learn how to do the most important thing that a defensive lineman can do. You know what that is? Find a routine. Learn how to be a pro. Okay? Remember something. A pro is who you are. Professional is what you do. And when you have guys like that sitting around you in a team meeting room, in a position room, you can't help but to gravitate to that and to learn from that. Damn good sign. You don't lose on this deal if you're the Eagles. And the one thing probably that Sue is not where he was five years ago is pass rushing. But I guarantee you the one thing that Dominic and Sue has been brought in and he's been told this, look, you're probably going to get 25 to 30 reps a game. We want you to go in here and we absolutely want you to focus on stopping the run. Tyler, Sills was right again. Give the man his respect. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Fresh legs. Absolutely, John. This is a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. And you bring a guy in with what? One of the nastiest reputations for a defensive tackle in the last 10 years. This guy plays the game with rage. This guy plays the game with a lot of passion. It's been suspended, fined. Dude, you, you want that in your D-line, especially at the D-tackle position. John, he w- I would say this, you're not going to you're clearly not going to get Detroit Adamic and Sue. And you're most likely not going to get the Rams Adamic and Sue. You're probably going to get more the Bucks. Okay? I'm going to tell you here in a second who they outbid. Jack, that's right. Man, I I am so thrilled for Jordan Davis to be sitting in a room with Fletcher Cox and Atomic Kinsu. Jesus. 
let alone the fact that he's going to come in and he's going to contribute to stopping the run. Let me say something else to you. You know, when I got to the Cowboys and I had Randy White here and I had Ed Tutal Jones sitting next to me and those guys were talking about how to play defense, I'm sitting there listening to these guys and I'm going, holy shit, I don't know anything about technique. The things you think you know, until you see and hear guys who played 17, 18 years, man, I'll tell you what, you really, you just throw the book out. You're like, shit, man, holy cow. That is such an easier way to play that technique. And when you're Jordan Davis and you're sitting in the middle of that, this is a no-lose scenario for the Eagles. Even if the guy is 70%. Can't lose. Because the education that Jordan's going to get. Sue's going to tell him, lay off the Twinkies, guy. You could be a star here. A mentor is what Sue's also going to be with Fletcher Cox. Can you imagine those two guys just chalking it up, talking in there with Tracy? Tracy's an Outland and Lombardi winner. The only reason Tracy didn't have a long, the defensive line coach for the Eagles, the only reason that Tracy didn't have a long NFL career, because he got hurt in Washington. He played with me in the World League. I love Tracy Rocker. I'm going to tell you who they outbid, too, by the way, for Sue Services. You could probably guess which one was one of them. What size is Sue? I think he's 6'5", 315, 325. Might be a little more now. Dude, you've got the biggest defensive tackles I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Okay? Ever seen. 6'6", Jordan Davis. 6'4", Fletcher Cox. 6'5", Adami Kinsu. All dudes over 330, 325. Sue's overrated. Right, okay, guy. You know, usually people who talk like that don't have legacies. People who talk like that, that Sue's overrated, don't have legacies. So don't mind them. Like I said, Dominican Sue is not a Dominican Sue Detroit. But you don't need that. Because he's not going to give you, he's not going to give you that guy. Is it a Super Bowl move? I don't know if it's a Super Bowl move. But you know what I do know? It's a winning move. Sue is a violent football player. He plays with meaning. He plays with tenacity. Personally, I like Adamic and Sue more than Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald gets the shit kicked out of him on the run. That guy doesn't. That guy doesn't. Gets the shit kicked out of him. Super Bowler bust? Marco? That's kind of where we are now. Here are the teams that the Eagles outbid Adamic and Sue for. 
Facts. The Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have $7 million under the salary cap. It was more than what I thought they had. The Cowboys had to make a decision. Are we going to make a run at Odell Beckham? Because Beckham wants a multi-year deal. Sue doesn't. Sue doesn't. The Cowboys made the decision. They just signed a wide receiver, I think either today or yesterday. They still want OBJ. I don't think they're getting him. I think the Buccaneers are getting him. Haven't talked to Jason Light. I think the Bucs, staying under the radar as they always do, will be the surprise team to sign him. Now, going back to New York with Daniel Jones, why? He's not going to go unless it's Miami. I think it's Miami and Tampa for him. The Cowboys had to make a decision. They can't have both. So, Howie is all in. You know, I had a, I had a topic here to go along with Howie. And by the way, I think it kind of goes along because it'll continue our conversation here. I'll get to the topics here in a minute. But I'll say this to you. The owner, Jeffrey Lurie, must have just said, go get him. Because this has got nothing to do with draft choices. This is all to do with cash. Go get Robert Quinn. Go get Atomic Sue. The owner had to go like this. Go get him. I think we are close. Jeffrey Lurie had to do this. Do I want to spend that money? I've got to start saving my nickels and dimes for Hertz's contract. What do I do here? That's a one-year deal. Don't worry about it. Plus, it's prorated. Odell Beckham is not a cancer. He's a great teammate. That's a lie. He played with suck-ass quarterbacks. Give me a break. Who? Baker? Nobody? He was great with Stafford in the Rams. It's an absolute lie about Beckham. He's not a cancer. He's a social media diva, yes. But bad teammate, I've never heard that only from media people. Ever. So the Cowboys got outbid by Howie. Howie told him. And I'm paraphrasing conversation here. Hey, we're not asking you to come in here and be all pro. We're asking you to come in here and give us a hand and stop in the run. We got a young player that we truly believe in, and we're going to bring you in here. We're going to make a stretch run here to try to get another Super Bowl. We'd like you to come for the ride for us. And Sue looked around and said, Dallas, Buffalo, Buffalo needs to do a little better job stopping the run. Miami, he did, the Dolphins, and Chris Greer didn't want to go down that road again. He lands in Philly. So there was a negotiation. Conversation in his people. And by the way, this is going to be great for Sue. 
He plays half the year at a prorated salary. And he goes in there and get this, there's no pressure on him. By the way, I think he probably ends up taking Fletcher Cox's job. It won't be long. But your rotation now in the D-line. You get Davis back in a few weeks. Hardgrave, Fletcher Cox, Adama Kinsu, Milton Williams, the new kid from the Chargers. I feel pretty good about that. From Tracy Rocker, I've now officially fixed, in my opinion, the triangle. 2D tackles in your linebackers. Your secondary second in the league in pass defense. Your 20th in rush defense. Shit, I would say this to you too, that Jonathan Gannon is not even looking to get into the top 10 when it comes to run defense. He just wants to get in the top 12. You get in the top 12 in run defense and your second in pass defense, you're going to be a top 10 defense. Probably land him a job as a head coach somewhere next year. Benson goes, how old is Fletcher? It's not so much the age here now with Sue. Sue's had half the year off. Okay? He's, he's not a quarterback. He's not a wideout. There's no timing here. He's just got to be in reasonable shape. He's got to get into football shape too, obviously. Josh Sweat, more of an end, though. This is going to help your edge rushers. I, I, I believe of the signs that he made between Robert Quinn, who I think will benefit from this, you're going to see a much improved pass rush. Because why? You're going to win first and second down. The Eagles have lost first and second down just like a year ago. This addresses it. And I want to say this one more time about Howie Roseman here. Man, if I'm in that locker room right now and I am a Philadelphia Eagle, I'm telling you this right now. For me, I'm looking over at my stallmate sitting next to me going, and Aunt Betty, excuse me here. This motherfucker's in this thing. We're going to go win this thing. It's an energy. It's an energy. It, 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 it juices up the locker room where maybe that loss knocked you off your pedestal a little bit. Now you do this. Dude, the owners, the GM, the personnel department, the coaches are all doing this. Hey, man, we believe in... Dude, you know, when you don't believe in people, you don't do shit. You just give them good spins and good talk and talk shit to them. When you do moves like this, you really don't have to say anything. Does Nick Sirianni have to say anything into a team meeting room when you sign players like this? Or you make a, a sign to go get Robert Quinn? Do you really have to tell me? No, I'm, I'm going to know that because your actions speak louder than your words. This ain't, this ain't patting you on the back going, hey, man, I hope you go out and really do a great job against the Colts. 
Howie Roseman, it's no question, sees the finish line here. He sees it. I'm, there's one thing that I'm going to do, and I'm going to make this a proclamation to you and a promise to you. Whether they win the Super Bowl or not, Howie Roseman did his job. Howie Roseman in 2022 has done his job to the best of his ability. And I'm going to tell you one thing. That whole Chip Kelly experience on putting him in the broom closet and making him get people coffee has made him a better general manager, and it is shining now. It is shining now. You, you, you won't believe the topic that I had that contradicts what I'm saying right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it up to you, and you're going to go, Sills, you just said, I know. This guy's inspired me. This guy's inspired me. This guy's got onions right now. Let's go get it. Sue ain't cheap, folks. Sue ain't cheap. I don't have the particulars on the numbers yet. But he wasn't cheap. He had a market like Beckham has a market. Charles says, Sills, I'm so hyped. Hyped? Height. Dude, your guys are all in. They're in. The Philadelphia Eagles are making a run at it. That Washington loss, don't worry about it. You're the best team in the NFC. Act like it. And you are. You're acting like the best team in the NFC. That loss didn't scare them. Shit, maybe we should pull back, reevaluate what we're doing. They got more aggressive. Perfect. Inspiring. Tremendous. There's not an accolade I could throw at this thing. Unbelievable. Even if it fails, it can't fail. Sue in the room, talking to your young Turk. Hey, dude, it's one thing for Tracy. Tracy's a former player, and I've got massive respect for Tracy Rocker. It's another thing to have pro bowlers and potential Hall of Famers sitting next to you and teaching you what the right way about approaching being a professional is. Professional is what you are. Being a pro is what you do. Unbelievable. Your general manager's all in. He's all in. Absolutely spectacular. You know, and I, you know, I'm sitting here patting myself on the back. Still had to outbid him. Just, just like the teams now that are. There's a gigantic market for Odell Beckham Jr. I can't believe it. There's more of a market now for Beckham than probably when he went to Cleveland. There was a market for Sue. There's a big market for Sue. 
Nick goes, he's worried about tight end. Hang in there. We're going to hit on that. We're going to hit on all this. Ron says, Sue got a little more than veterans minimum of 600K, probably like a million plus incentives. He's a 10-year guy. So automatically, it's somewhere around 1.4 or 1.3, I think it is. But you're prorating that with half the season. Seals, who do you think they outbid? Jesse must be coming into the program. The Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys, they outbid. The Cowboys more had to make a decision on if they're going to go after Odell. Beckham wants a multi-year deal. This is not a multi-year deal here for Dominican Sue. Super Bowl or bust. Look at Jack. Act like a champion. These are championship moves. You cannot do this to Howie Roseman. Howie sucked. He was a terrible GM this year. Made all the wrong moves. No, he didn't. His job's not to coach these guys. He 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 can't go out there and put player production up. Players have to go out and do it now. Howie's put all these pieces on the chessboard. He's got all the chess pieces now. How many teams don't have rooks and knights? The Eagles have all of them. Again, you're tied in, injured. That's a factor, I agree. But all the chess pieces, Sirianni now has to, with his staff and help of management, put these guys in the position to be successful this year. That should be the motto going forward. All in. All in. The Philadelphia Eagles are badasses. They are badasses right now. They don't give a shit about nothing but winning this thing. They are badasses. This is badass. I'm, I'm hoping I'm coming through to you and clear to you that when you're a player in a locker room, And you have your coaches patting you on the back telling you you're doing a good job and you're doing all this bullshit. Coach talk. When you see people doing, bringing guys in. And by the way, this is no no threat to anybody. You're bringing a guy like that in for help. No egos. Take a Greg Popovich line and put it above the Novacare Center. If you got an ego, put that son of a bee over in the corner over there because this is about winning a Super Bowl. You know what's funny, too? Guys, help me out. What was the year for the Philadelphia Eagle All-Star team? By the way, I thought that was the biggest joke when you guys signed on the Asamoah. That guy didn't want to hit. That guy was made of paper. He got to Philly. He robbed you. You talk about people stealing money. Nandi Asamoah was the biggest thief, maybe, in Eagle history. 2010, you brought all them stiffs in, right? Look at who you brought in here. 
You brought in a guy who's been suspended numerous times for kicking the shit out of people and playing as dirty as you possibly can and probably being one of the top three DTs in the last decade. I don't know. I'm pretty good with that. Sills, he's not a hundred. He's, he's not a Dominican Sioux from four years ago. I don't need him to be. I don't need him to come in and play like that. Shit, if he gets no sacks, I don't care. You stop that run, it was worth the investment. Mark goes, hey, Sills, do you believe this signing will elevate the Eagles to division champs? Mark, act like the champs you are now. Act like it. Act like it. There's nobody in the East better than you. Act like it. Don't ask suspect questions. Act like it. Act like it. Does this make us division champs? Come take the title. We're the king. I dare you. Sills, do you think Fletcher wakes up now? Give me 13, 14, 18 plays from Fletcher. I think Fletcher can give you all he can give you. And I think with the rotation, when Jordan gets back, I think that's going to be good enough to stop the run. I think you guys will probably drop yards per carry, probably down two yards per carry less. I think this will do that. That's all you need. Get it under four. Get it around 3-7. 3-7, you can live with that. Now, look, this is not going to make you 2-9 and one of those elite defenses from the past, like the 85 Bears or the Ravens or the Bucks. But what this is going to do, it's going to lower that number to make it manageable. And, guys, don't talk about NFC East. Talk about championship. Strive for the title. Strive for being perfect on the way out to the playoffs. Try not to drop another game. Try not to drop another game. Well, maybe if you lose one, it'll be better. Shut the... Man, I hate that mentality. Maybe if you lose a game, it'll be the best thing. (laughs) Dude, you're playing for a Super Bowl. If you're undefeated or one loss or two losses, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Craig asks a great question. How long before Sue will be in there? One week, two weeks, or this weekend? You know, if I were the Philadelphia Eagles, I'd play him this weekend. Not a lot, but I get him acclimated to getting back in the game. The quicker he gets game reps, the quicker he'll get back up to speed again. Make it simple. Base defenses. Let him go out there and start hitting again. You know what else that I would do? I would probably have some live contact for him in practice. Have a couple live contact practices. Centered around the two new guys that you signed. The kid from the Chargers played a year ago. And Sue, get him, get him acclimated. Get him, get him reps. Let them see, let them see game tempo again. See, that's the deal, in my opinion. That's going to be the biggest thing for these guys to get themselves ready to play. His game tempo. Sue's been out the entire year. The game tempo, he's a pro though. He knows it. Get him on the field as quick as you can. Sitting around going like this. 
Eh, we'll wait for week one, two, or three. Don't do that. Get them in there, man. Base defenses. Play them. Play Sue and base. Okay? Third and, or first and second. Get them in there on first and second down. If you have to take them out on third, so be it. Put Milton in there. Seals, do you think that they told Gannon he needs to step his game up, or do you think they're doing the Matt, when they make a move like this, they're comfortable. The, 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 Jonathan Gannon probably went to Nick Sirianni and said, we need some help. Guys we have right now are getting the job done. So the last two days, they signed two DTs. And so you know what Howie did? Okay. Imagine that. You now have something you didn't have with Doug Peterson. You know what that is? You got a front office and a coaching staff working cohesively. What do you need? Two DTs. Here they are. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fantastic. Least amount of resistance gives you the best formula for success. Do you know how many happy faces are right now at the Novacare Center today? That whole 53-man roster plus the practice squad is elated. They're elated. Elated. Eagles got to stay in a 50 front on first down. Even if it's predictable. Sure. Because I believe in the secondary. Understood. This move should be should allow us to go to a 43. That's what I'm thinking. Look, Dean's not ready to play. Guys, I know you want him in there. He's not ready from what I'm being told. He's not ready. So some of you that have now come in. I reported this five days ago because I had heard through a source that the Eagles had contacted Sue. By the way, it wasn't a source inside the Eagles. It was another football team. Hey, the Eagles are sniffing at Dominic Sue. They made a bid for him. Who, who are the other teams? And they told me, I know Buffalo and Dallas are also in the bidding game. Look at Dallas's run defense. You don't think they could have benefited from this guy? Dallas has run. Hey, we're talking about a football team that's eight and one. Okay? A football team that's eight and one. Wanting to fix their run defense. The Cowboys are atrocious. I mean, you're giving up 130 yards, which is not great. 145, 180, right? 62, not great. Dallas has given up 200 yards a game. They got eight. You have a leak. Dallas has a flood. Dallas can't fix that. They can't fix it. It's a flood. It's like the Hoover Dam broke. You got a leak. And you're trying to patch it up here with Adamic and Sue and the kid from the Chargers. That's what you're doing. You don't have that gaping hole in the Hoover Dam like Cowboys do. 
I mean, they, they've got flash flood warnings going up there in Dallas. You don't have that. Better to address it now before it gets to what Dallas has. I can't fix it in Dallas. You guys are addressing it. If you drop that a yard and a half, two yards less per game, you're going to win the Super Bowl. You're going to win the Super Bowl. You don't hear me talking like this. In almost two years since I've, you've never heard, I never talk like this. Do I? Have you ever heard me say this? I am exceptionally impressed. Nation in tears right now. Man. Guys. (laughs) You have one hell of a franchise. Kudos. You have one whale of a franchise. This guy may not be. Wait till wait till you see the shitty topic I had about Howie. Wait till you see what I'm gonna say here in a couple minutes. And I'm gonna go like this. I don't even know if I believe this anymore. Sills, give me the honest guy, no BS opinion on Sue and Joseph. I think they're good enough to stop the bleeding. Are they going to be good enough to turn you into the best run defense in the NFL? Don't go there because you'll be disappointed. However, I think they're good enough. And once, get this, you're going to basically be signing another free agent coming up here. That's what it's going to feel like when... Jordan Davis comes back. Holy shit, we get the big fella back too? You're going you're gonna to feel like you signed three guys in about three weeks. Everybody will be kind of up to speed. Double teams. There ain't enough room in the middle to double team these guys. Look at what you got in there. When you put a Dominican Sue, can you imagine putting this on a 50 front? Put Fletcher over the nose, it'd be easier for him. Sue on the guard, Davis on the other guard. You got the biggest human beings in the NFL playing defensive. I have never in my entire time playing in the game, covering the game, seen more size. You got a thousand pounds and three dudes. Playing your D-tackle position, nose guard now. You got a thousand pounds. Dude, they, hey, they may make some plays on you plus 25 now, but the one thing they won't do on you, nobody's going to beat you up at the line of scrimmage anymore. And by the way, you know what I love about the signing of Sue too? He's going to fight you for it. You're, hey, 
you may knock him off the ball, but you may get a you may get a right hand in the face. That's the kind of attitude you want. Within reason. Jonathan Gannon has absolute, I think you still, by the way, just to make sure that this isn't all rose petals. I hate your defensive coordinator because you know what he's saying? I can't come up with a big enough scheme to stop the bleeding. Can you help me? Who wants that kind of guy as your DC? Can you imagine Jim Johnson or Buddy or Bud Carson or any of them dudes going into a coach's office and freaking going, I can't do anything with the guys I have. Can you help me? That's pathetic. I can't come up with anything to stop this. I need guys. Because if that was the case, they would have addressed it in the offseason. Jonathan Cannon blows. If you do not win the Super Bowl, Jonathan Gannon, part two, will be the reason you don't win it. And for the national people to consistently go on the air and lie about Jonathan Gannon and say that that guy's a good general manager, they don't watch Eagle football. You can always tell, even Aikman, Romo, you know, they come up with these exotics, and you're like, I, I, I have no idea what Troy Aikman or Tony Romo are talking about. I have no idea what they're talking about. None. Every time I hear this exotic scheme shit, I go, what? Sports. Jonathan Gannon, he is trash. Hey, guess what, guys? I can't do anything about stopping the run. Can you help me? So what does Howie do? Howie goes out and gets him two DTs. If that guy does not stop the run, I want him fired. Fired immediately. Fired. You are not qualified to be the defensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. You're not even qualified to coach a high school football team. You have no excuses. I want to say this to you guys. You guys have a hell of an organization. Unbelievable. Howie's in. Dude, bought in on Jay. You could stop the presses on Jalen. That conversation about whether it's going to be how much now. They're not moving off of Hertz. You, that conversation's over with. Over with. Okay? It's over. Now the question's going to be how much do you want to affect the rest of the roster? That's the conversation moving forward. It's, it's, it's no longer if Hertz is the guy, it's how much is the guy worth? Okay? That, that conversation's history. 
You don't build a team like this, continue to put these pieces like this, if you question number one position on your football team. The reason you make moves like this is because you got Jalen Hurts and his salary right now. And they're going to do everything in their power to help him win it. To me, the owner, you have the owner, your GM, two most important people when it comes to moves like this. The coach can want, hey, you know what a coach is? A coach is like fans. Let me tell you why. You and I can walk by a Ferrari shop and go, shit, man, look at that Dino. Man, that thing right there, look at that old school Daytona they got in there. Holy cow, look at it. I love Ferraris. Only car I've never owned. Look at that Ferrari, man. Holy cow, look at that. Ev. That thing is beautiful, man. Look at that baby. God, I love that car. And, you know, at the end of the day, you kick the tires on it, you look at it, then you buy an Acura Legend. That's what a coach is right now. I got to settle for what I got and who I am. It's always good to fantasize. But then when you have a general manager and that owner that goes, what do you need? You want to buy it? Buy it. But make sure you win with it. Because I'm going to hold your ass accountable too. You want the Ferrari? I'll get you the Ferrari. But you better win in it. Or you're going to be back to the Acura. Yes, sir. Do you know how fun it is to go to work when you got bosses that are willing to step over and do whatever it takes for your personnel? Do you know how cool that is? Do you know how rare that is? To go to work every day and enjoy going to work and you can't wait to get up and do your job. Most of us don't have that luxury. And most of us have had it once or twice in our lives. The Eagles are making it so that a sign like that affects every other guy. You don't think the DBs are doing this now? Holy shit. Holy shit. I think it's spectacular. And by the way, I'll bring up the topic here. I want to. I want to get. I want to get through. I want to get through the first hour here with this because this is big. And by the way, it's going to dominate the conversation here because everyone's looking around the NFL now, going like this: Eagles ain't playing. The, the Philadelphia Eagles are not playing right now, and they're doing everything they can to win. Hertz will will be even. Better next year, Daniel, it will be. Never know what how he's going to do. I'll tell you what, this is, I mean, he outbid the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. OBJ, you don't need OBJ. You signed to Dominican Sue. That was more of a pressing need. That's more of a pressing need. Incredible. Incredible.
D-Gun. Thank you, D-Gun. D-Gun. He's got to be thrilled. Barrett's got to be thrilled. Everybody's got to be thrilled. Dude, you don't understand the text messages I'm getting from people around the league. I got a text message. Can I, I'll, I'll share something with you here. Okay? I'll share something with you. Tom Telesco just asked me. The general manager... I'll phrase it in a way where it won't get me in trouble with my sources. Tom Telesco just said, what's going on in Philly? And I just text him back and I said, they're going for it. Probably another team that wanted a Dominican Sioux. So now we know this. Chargers? Bills, Cowboys, made a play for him, and the Eagles. That's a market, my friends. That's four teams that I know of. There's probably 10 more. They're not only stockpiling the D-line, they're stockpiling the defensive tackles. You now have the ability to go 34-43, and maybe you do get Dean on the field now. With the size that you have at the defensive tackle position, you may be able to get his ass on the field. He had enormous size defensive tackles. You might be able to get him on the field now. You just might. I think he's undersized. And I think the struggles that they had putting Kobe Dean on the field were the fact that the DTs were getting blown off the ball and getting blown back into the backers. That's why I think they struggled on whether or not to put him in there. Because the last five weeks, they'd be getting knocked off the ball. You can't have a guy like that get knocked having 350-pound guys getting knocked into a little guy like that. Remember I said, I said this because I went on, I don't know, Xander, maybe you remember it. I went on with sports take guys. And I said, maybe you go to a 34. I'm going to run it to the top of the hour, Xander. I love you guys so much. I'm going to read every single one of your, as much as I can, your responses. You should be throttled. Our D-line is freaking scary now. El Yepa. Big picking. SS move could. Would make a lot of sense. Lack, we got to take edge and tackle in the draft. Agreed. Steven Gannon still needs to blitz more. Agreed, especially on run one and two, first and second down. Mattress, Cox had the juice against his pal Wentz. Besides that, he just collected money. Birds, Sue initially wanted to sign with a team. That's why he's 
he was only signed now. He didn't want to play the full year. Where do I get a big sales jersey? The Krauses. <laughs> oh. I feel like being on the NFL schedule, dudes, naturally get a little bigger after college. Cody, we're all in. You damn right you're all in. Savvy, D-line rotation could be like incredible. Maniac, haven't felt this good after a loss. There you go. Now you're feeling it. Now you're feeling it, Maniac. That loss? Aunt Betty, I'm sorry. Fuck it. Who cares? Go pimp the Colts now. Who cares? You weren't going undefeated. Who cares? Have the best record. Win the division. Have home field. Get, get, get a bye. All you care about. It's all you care about. The record doesn't matter. The East, home field, get the pie. All that matters. Whatever that is at the end of the year, that's all that matters. That's why I kept trying to tell you guys, eight and one doesn't matter. Eight no doesn't matter. The East, best record, get the bye. That's all that matters. Those three things, you're going to Glendale. Uh, that's, that's another thing here. If you guys win the East, have the best record, have the home field, you're going to Glendale, home of the Super Bowl. You're going to Glendale. Let them pimp up the Cowboys and Vikings this week. Great. Stay under the radar. Stay under the radar. Be like the Bengals were a year ago. Bengals got to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Everybody thought it was going to be Kansas City. Oh, well, guess what happened on the way? Joe Burrow got in the way. Guess what happened this year? Oh, Jalen got in the way. Forty-three Dean as the will. Maybe that's that's a good look. Maniac. We learned more losing than we you learn more from losing. Yes, you do. Get this, man. It wasn't really a panic. But Howie addressed it. There's a panic in Dallas. With their run defense. I would die. Hey, if I see Sue dropping back in coverage, I'm going to demand a uh, GoFundMe page to do everything we can to move every single bit of furniture and everything out of Jonathan Gannon's house and move it to Canada. <laughs> If I see a Dominic and Sue dropping in coverage, I'm moving Jonathan Gannon, and we're going to have a GoFundMe page, and we're going to send his ass to Canada. Where's Jonathan Gannon? Has anyone seen him? Oh, man, the Eagle fans, man. After they saw Sue dropping coverage, they packed up a moving truck, and they sent his ass to Montreal. <laughs> How much money? 
They put like $25,000 in this move. Jonathan Gannon's family and their cars are sitting on a truck somewhere in Montreal, Canada. Uh, hey, I don't. Hey, wait a minute, Sydney. You'll donate. I'll donate to that. Holy cow, man. I better not see anything dumb. You got every. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. You got every piece on the, on, on the planet right now. You got every piece on the planet. And if you don't take full opportunity of this. Hey, what was the year you guys got beat by the Buccaneers in the last game at the Vet? Was it 2003? That 2003 Eagle team. How'd you guys feel about that 2003 Eagle team? Personally, I thought that game was the Super Bowl. And I think if I'm not mistaken, the Bucs, because I was covering that, I think the Bucs won that thing 27-10. to 10. I think these moves how we made is going to do wonders. Absolutely for Robert Quinn, John. Absolutely. And, and Hassan Reddick. Hey, that 2003 Eagle team, how'd you feel about that team? You guys were pretty doped about that team. You thought you had a really good team. You had three pro bowlers in the secondary, right? Joe Jervicious and all them guys. You thought you had a team, right? I would say this. In the last 25 years, that's got to be the most disappointing loss. Maybe the loss also up in Chicago in the Fog Bowl with Jerome and them guys. Okay? Maybe the Fog Bowl when you had that team together and that defense. But that 2003 team, I thought the Eagles were the best team in the NFL. And I covered the Bucs. Shit, I'm a former Buck. And I thought you guys had the best team. This would be the biggest disappointment since that 2003 Eagle team. If you do something stupid here, or Gannon does something stupid here, you'll feel worse than 2003 because you have every single component to win this thing. By the way, wait till you hear what I'm going to talk about with Howie, and then we'll, we'll, we're going to... So, in case you're coming in here, five days ago, we said that the Eagles were in negotiations with Adamic and Sue. Turned out to be correct. However, they still had to outbid teams for his services where he wanted to play. I believe I don't have 100% certainty on the Chargers, but I believe because I just got asked what are the Chargers doing, what are the uh, Eagles doing from Tom Telesco, GM of the Chargers. So I'm assuming the Chargers were in the mix. But I do know Bills, Cowboys. And I'm saying Chargers were in this. I'm going to try to find out how many more teams. I haven't heard Chiefs. I haven't heard Chiefs. I'm still trying to find out if the Ravens were involved and trying to get him in because to me, that I thought that that was going to be more of a fit because they've struggled quite a bit 
on defense and on the defensive side of the ball. They ended up going to get the Roquan Smith from Chicago. I thought that they would add Sue right after that, but Sue didn't sign with them. I, I, I thought he was a slam dunk going to sign with the Ravens. Maniac. Seals loves our dedication as fans. To the You guys are spectacular. You, Bills, Steeler fans, absolutely have a sensational passion for your team. Seals, how are you plugged in with so many GMs? You know, Leo... We've had so many. We've had it, it's just relationship building. You know, uh, we've had on Tom Telesco. We've had on the president of the Falcons and Rich McKay. We've had on Kevin Colbert, who was a general manager and president of the Steelers. Um, we've had on Bruce Arians, who's plugged into the. Uh, we've had Bruce Arians on three times. We've had Frank Reich when he was the head coach of the Colts. Just through the years, you know, plus former coaches, a lot of the assistant coaches, some of, do you know that there is five assistant coaches in Pittsburgh that I play ball with? Crazy. You, hell, you got, you got one guy who's a hurricane and Jeff Stoutland and I played with, I played with Tracy Rocker. Just curious, since your team is the Bucs, I didn't say the Bucs were my team. I didn't say I root for the Bucs. Tom, I don't, I don't root for teams. I'll tell you flat out, Tom. Tom, if you're under the impression that I'm an Eagle fan, I'm not. I'm a fan of you. I like people who love their teams. How shallow of me to say, Tom, to you that I'm all of a sudden a made-up Eagle fan? You wouldn't believe me. Why would I fake it? I can't. I'm not a very good liar. I told you this. Okay? I don't root for teams. I'm a closet 49er fan? I don't think so. Sills, you ever thought about coaching? Offered three jobs. So, do I like the San Francisco Giants? No, I worked for the Giants. I did their post-game show. But then again, I did the Marlins uh, pre and post-game, and I did the Rays. I did the Rays, the Marlins, the Giants. I've done a lot of that. I've also done the Raiders pre and post game. Done the Dolphins. <laughs> Do I color my hair? Do I look it? Undercover Bills fan. I do love their fans too, though. Who couldn't coach? Well, don't say that because I like Mike Tomlin. All right, I got to take a time out here. I'm going to have another topic here on Howie Roseman. So, again, the news. The Eagles pushed their chips in and signed a Dominican Sue. Hell of a sign. Hour number two. Please hit the like button. 
Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Appreciate everybody coming back here with us. Thank you so much. Hey, Xander, guess what? By the way, I want to get to Young Truth. Dan, just speaking the honest truth. Salute, big dog. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, you know what we're going to do today because of the breaking news? We're not putting Jason Cole on at the bottom of the hour. We're going to run this thing for three hours, okay? I don't think we need Jason, okay? Um, I, I'd rather hear from everyone here. Is that fair, guys? Paul, good afternoon to you. What do you think, Xander? You think that's cool? I think we, I think we roll with this here. Um, and I, in my opinion, I want to hear from you guys. Um, I'd rather have you guys on right now than a national guy talking about the Lions. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to sit here together 
and we're going to sit here and talk about this. And I want to throw something else at you here. By the way, I want to reset here. Five days ago, we posted on Dan Cilio Show. By the way, I hope you follow me there at Dan Cilio Show. Um, we said that the Philadelphia Eagles were in contact with Dominic Sue's folks and that they were in the process of trying to sign him. Now, every time I post something on there, everyone is always under the notion that that means that that team is going to automatically sign them. You do understand that the majority of the time, teams are bidding. That's why when I said Matthew Stafford was having conversation with the 49ers, we found out that that to be true. But at the time, you know what 49er fans say? Silio said Stafford was... I never say that. Unless I have absolute conviction. Okay? I never say, you never hear me say the Philadelphia Eagles are signing a Dominic Sue because I know that there's going to be a bidding war. There was. They outbid the Chargers, Bills, and Cowboys. And they land him. Just admit Jason Cole bailed on you, Sills. It's for you to believe, Leo. I don't need guests. You see, Leo, the difference with my show and other shows, I don't need guests. I want to have some guests. <laughs> I don't need people on my program. I never have. As a matter of fact, sometimes even when I put some of the biggest guests on, my wife will send me a text going, Boring. You have no idea. Never have. Brian, never have. Sensational sign. May I add something? I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Okay? I don't want to do this. I don't want to. I don't want to pollute what's happened today. But may I ask you something here? What would Howie Roseman's grade be so far this year to this point on November 17th? As general manager of your football team, what would you give Howie? A, A, A plus? A, okay. Let's add the other part of this in. A plus. The rest is on the players and coaches. That's Xander. Let me ask you this. 2023 NFL draft. Jordan Davis's grade is what? C plus, A, B. What what would you give Jordan Davis so far? He's he, he's got he still has time to improve or go the other way. A B. What would you give Jordan Davis so far for the thirteenth pick?
Rage says this. Hey, we see how important he is to the run game. Davis B minus. Undetermined. B, B, B plus. A minus. That's a tough one for me. I'd say B plus. Cam Jurgens. Um, by the way, this goes in. We're going to talk about the free agents too here in a minute. This is not going to be net. I'm talking about the entire year for Howie. Cam Jurgens. B. Can't say A. Because he doesn't play. Incomplete. You could probably say that. I would say more that. Incomplete. You don't know how he's going to play. You saw him in the preseason a little bit. Okay. What would you give to Kobe Dean? Incomplete. Would you give him another incomplete? You got one player who took at 13, the other two at 51 and 83. Cam Jurgens and Nicobe Dean are incomplete. So you got one player that's contributed. K. Ron Johnson. This tight end kid's going to get some playing time. He's going to get it. Hey, Grant is going to get an opportunity to show if he can play, isn't he? Pretty good. He. He's going to get a chance. That's pretty good, man. Right? So the 2022 NFL draft, if you're really looking at it, they've had very little impact. Now, I'm not taking away from Jordan Davis's impact against the run because we're feeling it and seeing it. So that's got to mean something. That's why he gets a B. But as an overall class, Howie hasn't made any hayway with this draft class in any way. There's been very little contributing. I'm not taking Jordan Davis's impact on the run defense away at all. I agree. I completely agree with you. Okay? He's gambling is my point here on free agents, coming in and playing. Hassan Reddick, if I were truthfully going to give Hassan Reddick a grade, I think it's a B plus because he was really brought in to do one thing. What was that? Rush the passer. And he's done that. He's not great at it, but he's good at it. Okay, he's good. He's good at it. I wouldn't go like this. That's an edge rusher that I want on my team for the next three years. Because he, he's, a, he's a limited player. He's a very limited player. He can't play the run. He's not a very good tackler. And he's not good in coverage. He rushes the passer and he's undersized. So that's not somebody to build your edge rushing around. I'm not saying that he sucks at all. I'm not saying that. Kaiser White? The reason you're seeing Kaiser White and TJ Edwards not playing very well over the last couple weeks is because your DTs are getting murdered on the run. And it's affecting the entire integrity of the defense. They can't fill gaps. Their lane integrity is being lost. 
because the DTs are getting blown off the ball. By the way, Fletcher Cox, I'll say this to you again. See, I, I think the true problem with this whole scheme that Gannon has, he never sold it to Fletcher good enough. He never truly sold it. Never sold it to him. They just said, you're going to do this. Fletcher went, shit. Two gap and fool. And they try to tell you that, well, you're going to play more of an edge. It's kind of like a cheat one technique. And you're like, no, it's not. You're asking me to hold up guards so linebackers can scrape. Nobody wants that job, man. You want to be a penetrating defensive tackle that makes plays, gets in the backfield, gets their name on the, on the highlight reels on ESPN. You want to get all the girls too when you go to the bars. Everyone knows who you are. You don't want to be a slug nose guard. That's the worst position a defensive lineman could play is nose guard. It's terrible. The only reason Vince Wolfork got any kind of kudos because they won three Super Bowls in New England. Nobody wants to play that position. It's a shitbag position. You want to play a three technique? You want to play one gap. And you want to get up the field. And, and to me, you've got to have great corners to do that. What makes this really uncool? With Gannon, you have the corners to do it. He's afraid. And now when you add Sue to the mix, this guy is a defensive coordinator who coordinates on the side of fear. I don't want to get beat deep. I don't want to give up plus yardage. I don't want to give up dog. When you have that loser mentality, you're always going to be playing behind the sticks when it comes to playing against the run. Because if you don't buy into your guys, they're not going to buy into your scheme. Do you understand what I just said? Do you understand what I just said to you? If the players don't buy in and they don't buy into your scheme, you're you're never ever going to get players to play for you. When you don't believe in your players, the players will never buy into your scheme. That's exactly what's happening in Philly on the D-line. They never bought in because Gannon never bought into them. And and, and now he's surrendering. I need help. Because the guys, wait a minute. Can I ask you a question? I thought he didn't have the talent last year either. Remember when everyone came on this program and said this? Hey, you know, Gannon, you know, And everyone made excuses for him when they said, well, he just didn't have the personnel a year ago. Well, what's your excuse now? What could you possibly have as an excuse? You see, it's not an excuse, guys. Guys, have you ever worked for people that buy into you? That believe in you? That want you to succeed you know it you feel it you 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 gravitate to it gannon 
doesn't have personal. You know who Gannon kind of reminds me of? Belichick. When Belichick had to go back to school with Bill Parcells. Here's a great lesson. See, I don't think Jonathan Gannon's a player's coach. I think Sirianni is. I think when they got bitching problems, they go to Nick. And then Nick goes to Gannon. That's how I think the dynamic works. Because Nick is more of a player's coach, right? Probably go to Tracy a little bit. Then they all go to Nick. And then Gannon, Gannon's not a, he's not a people guy yet. He's not a people guy. Here's a great example. Parcells had Lawrence Taylor getting ready for a game. And they're getting ready. They're getting ready to go on the field. And Belichick goes like this to Parcells. I, I just want you to know, LT was late five minutes to a meeting. And, um, you know, I just want you to know he was late. We had to wait. You know what Parcells said to him? Why'd you start the meeting? He goes, okay, I mean, you, you, you don't single guys like that out, guy. You single the turds out. Jimmy Johnson always told us this. Troy Aikman can fall asleep. You can't. <laughs> you can't. Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin can fall asleep in meetings. You can't. Parcells looked at Belichick and went like this. Why'd you start the meeting? Gannon has a... Gannon doesn't believe in his players. Hence, it's why the players don't buy the system. That's the disconnect. It's plain for anybody to see. It's plain. And so you've got a coordinator who, by the way, they probably, when they are talking to him, you know what, I'll, I'll say this about Gannon. When Jonathan Gannon gets in an interview process, he's probably got really great ideas on how to play defense and the fundamentals on how to play it. See, he's got all the, he's got all the formations. He's got all the tendencies. I, I've been in an interview process. Okay, I was in the interview process when John Gruden was hired by the Raiders, and I sat in the back and I watched John Gruden get drilled by Al Davis. I was in that building. I was in that building with Ken Herrick, and I was in that room when John Gruden came up there and he had one play. And John Gruden had 17 different plays, a variation off of one play. And he's just sitting there. Al Davis had to stop him. Okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. You just watch this. I'm sitting there going, Jesus, grimy. It's like listening to Lombardi talk about the Packer sweep. John Madden told me years ago, you know, one of the great relationships, and somebody asked, how do you know all these? I mean, it's, it's just being around them. John Madden told me he went to a seminar with Lombardi. This one play, he talked six hours on. Took a break, came back, and talked another six hours. 
Madden goes like this. She, I, I don't know shit about coaching. <laughs> Do you know, and get this, this goes in again, and I'm giving you reference points here. Do you know when Lombardi took over in 1959, the Packers, there were 12 Hall of Famers on it, and they won one game. When Lombardi took over, they would win five titles in nine years. Same group. What's the difference? Motivating. Belief. Players buying in. You can kick a guy's ass all you want, but if that player thinks you're just screaming at him, it's counterproductive. But if that player knows you're coming from a place of love, that player will go through walls for you. He'll run through a mountain. He'll do things he's never done before in his life. Jonathan Gannon does not do that. Does not do that. Look at Gannon waving the white flag. Jonathan Gannon, if this is one indictment on failure for your defensive coach and your DC, is that they had to bring in two new guys because he couldn't figure it out. Must be the players, not me. Dude, F you. F you. You're in this with us, are you not? F you. Telling me, well, it ain't me, it's the players. I need two new guys. That's the first thing I thought of. So they signed Sue because the DC can't figure it out. This is why your staff right now scares me. Doug Peterson, guys, let me give you a lesson that you know. And I want you to take this as much as you can. When you lost Wentz, Frank Reich, Doug Peterson figured it out. They figured it out with the guys they had in the room. When they lost O'Lyman, Jeff Stoutland, Doug, Frank figured it out. Are you comfortable with this coaching staff that they're going to figure this out? Or are they going to blame the players? This is where Howie starts getting his ass rubbed in the wrong way. I brought these dudes in for you. Don't tell me. This is your job to coach those guys up. You see how he's jaded because he saw Frank. I'd bring Frank's ass in right now as a consultant. I wouldn't even wait. Frank, please come in. Be a consultant to the head coach. Help us go down this stretch ride. Okay? Those guys lost. Did you guys? Hey, by the way, look at the players you're losing now. You think Frank and Doug would figure out how to compensate for the loss of Dallas Scotter? For banged up A.J. Brown? You think you guys, do you feel comfortable that those guys would have figured it out? I do. You think these training wheel coaches are going to figure it out? Or you think they're going to wear T-shirts and shit and talk about planting flowers again, saying when everything's going great? And all of a sudden you got a coach going like this. Well, shit, it must be the players. It ain't my system. Because we need two new D. They got two new, two days in a row. They signed two DTs. 
Okay, Jonathan. That coaching staff figured it out. Doug Peterson, Frank Reich, Wentz, Nick Foles, the leadership. They all figured it out. You think they're tell me, am I reading this wrong? Guys, you think I'm reading it wrong? Tell me. I, I'm I'd I'd be I'd be interested if you think I'm reading this wrong. So Jonathan Gannon can't figure it out, so they bring him two new DTs. Because get this, guys, if Howie thought that this was going to be a problem with the way that he has worked this year, wouldn't he have done this in the offseason? Wouldn't he have signed Sue in the offseason, bring him in? Your problem is coaching. Now look. Again, it's 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 communication too. Man, <laughs> to sit there and tell me for two years in a row now, last year you guys tried telling me this. So he doesn't have the people. Well, he has them. Now he can't do it again. And then when you hear dummy analyst. Saying, well, you know, it's Jonathan Gannon guy. He's as creative as you. You're, you're, you. I, I, I know your ears bleed like mine. It, 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 hey, I don't really use this a lot, but that defense is playing as good as it is in spite of that coach. In spite of that coach. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. How many defensive coordinators have you ever seen that come from a position of fear? Well, I'm afraid of getting beat plus 25. What? You know, they get paid too, Jonathan. This is the NFL. Players make plays. Terry McLaurin makes plays on Darius Slay. Slay shuts down Justin Jefferson. It's called the NFL. <laughs> I mean, right? Hey, the Washington Commanders, do they get paid too? Yeah, well, they're a pro team too. They get paid too. Jonathan Gannon's ego is so bad that he really believes that his system, he doesn't adjust. His second halves stink. His run, you know why his run, can I tell you another reason his run defense sucks? He's a DB coach. 
what would he possibly know about stopping the run? I mean, right? Is there any coincidence that his secondary second in the league? So is he a good position coach? Probably. Is there any coincidence that his D-line is 20th against the run? Probably not. Strength. I am sitting here being as non-entertaining as I possibly can be because I'm trying to be as honest as I possibly can today. If I'm a, And I'm talking to you like I would be a player in that locker room. I would be a little bit even more suspect about him. Happy what my organization is doing. But you got to remember, this guy puts that defense in positions to lose, not win. Well, Sills, they give up the least amount of points. They don't really give a lot of points up. I told you this before. I think it's fool's gold because you know why? You haven't really taken on high-powered offenses this year. In turn, you haven't been tested on big scoring offenses. You have not. You've taken on the Tyler Heineke's. Hey, the job that they did against Minnesota looks fabulous. But what was the key component to that? Stopping Jefferson. I think it knocked Minnesota on their heels when they shut him down like that. But you know what? I think Minnesota, can I tell you this? I'm not saying, please, don't take this for what I said here as they're better than you. But what I do think is Minnesota got better from that loss. You think the Eagles have? Especially defensively. Since that win against Minnesota, have you gotten better? On defense, you've gotten worse. Minnesota's gotten better. Minnesota's continuing to get... Again, I'm not saying that Minnesota's better than you. They've gotten better, though. Okay? Like I said, I want you to hear me clearly. I'm not saying Minnesota's better than you. But they've gotten better since the loss. You, on the other hand... Have not. Last five weeks, you're giving up 130 yards rushing as an average against your defense. That's not getting better. One more time. I didn't say Minnesota's better. They've improved more. got the Cowboys this weekend. I don't think we beat a Dallas team if we didn't get better. You think your run defense has gotten better? 7-0-0-7? Your run defense has gotten worse since that game. Now, you're calling in for help. Shakur goes four and one. Keep the faith, my friend. You'll lose three more. 
The signings are great. You're just moving the goalpost. That's what champions do, Jay. You move the goalpost when you're 500. But when you're a championship team, that goalpost moves because the team moves it. The team has moved the goalpost. I'm not doing anything. I didn't sign Sue. I'm not 8-1. and one. They have. That's called moving the goalpost, my friend. What, you think you have the same expectations you did at the beginning of the year when people thought you'd be decent? And all of a sudden, you're 8-1? and one, The goalpost doesn't change? So Tom Brady's goalpost doesn't change when he's a sixth-rounder and turns out to be a seven-time Super Bowl champion. You don't think his goalpost has changed? Every time he steps on the field, what people are expecting from him or Mahomes, does the goalpost change for them? It changes game-wise for them. Your goalpost, it's a good thing that it changes. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. That means you're improving. I love when people say that. Sills, you move the goalpost. No, I haven't done anything. The Eagles have done it. Jalen's done it. He's moved the goalpost. Maniac. I don't think the Cowboys are going to beat Dalvin Cook. I wouldn't throw the ball. I wouldn't use just. I'd use Justin Jefferson in that game against the Cowboys as a decoy. I'd run Dalvin. Why in the world would you get? But see, here's Dallas out coaching themselves and out thinking themselves because Kellen Moore listens to the owner. I would. I would say this to you. Okay, I would say this. Why? Why in the world would I? throw the ball against a team that's given up 400-some-odd yards in the last two weeks. Why would I do that? Why would I have three and outs? I'm going to run Dalvin Cook as much as I possibly can. As much as I can. They won't stop him. They can't stop him. Super Bowl or bust. Jonathan Gannon. Is the only thing in your way. Injuries too. Injuries too. Can you imagine that? Injuries and your coaching staff. Hey, I'll say this to you. I heard the guys on Sports Take saying this. So you think that's just a, an anomaly, what happened against Washington? I don't. Because it's been a five-week issue stopping the run. The problem that you had, though, is that Ron Rivera, the second time through, had answers for everything you did because you didn't adjust. The coaching staff has to also improve. Ron Rivera outcoached them, that entire coaching staff, the Washington Commanders, with Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio, and Ron Rivera outcoached you. Outcoached you. And the players outplayed you. You know, I could get the players sometimes, but one or the other, getting out coach, bad decision, it was across the board. You t- when you got off the bus, there wasn't a person on that team that played well. And you know who the guy probably played the best was Jalen. It's probably Jalen who played the best. 
is the NFL sometimes you get outplayed. Outplayed and outcoached in the same one? I don't know. I can't see how anyone can trust Gannon. We'll win because it's a superior roster. But on any given week, Gannon can just get totally outcoached. Go Birds, absolutely. It's, it's on display every single day. They didn't outcoach the Eagles. It took four turn. Okay, whatever. What about the 152 yards rushing on you? You got jammed on. What about Slade getting annihilated? What about Fletcher Cox getting blocked by tight ends? Effort, no adjustments. Owned. Owned. And like I said, nobody had a monster game against you. They just kicked your ass. You were favored by 11, got beat by 11. Congratulations, hell of an effort. You got out coached. Out-efforted. It's in the rear view, though. I don't like doing that. Look at Michael. Yeah, you're right. You're the high one, my friend. If you saw that game any other way. Well, a couple turnovers here. A couple bad refs. (laughs) ZK, thanks for stepping in. Appreciate it. I love guys who do that. Must be an excuse machine, dude. That won't happen again. I'm not thinking it will. Mike, I'm not thinking it will. You know know what, Mike? I'm going to give them the benefit because they've played so well this year as a unit. I'm going to give them that. Okay? I am. Lachey said the Redskins just managed the clock well because they knew. Yeah, well, guess what? They were third and short the entire game. That's how that thing played out. Jameson, again, it's going to cost you a playoff game. If I were him, I wouldn't show my head around Philly if he does. There's only so many times you're going to look awful out there on defense. Before somebody goes, bro, it's you. Keep changing the players, man. How about the scheme? Daryl goes, Sills, what do you think of the Sioux signing? Why not sign him? Do you think it's more about... I, 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 We've been saying it here. It is absolutely fantastic that they signed him. Sue and Joseph eat up Enough space for our linebackers now. Absolutely, 85. Again, I think that that's a great sign. I think they've got the world's biggest defensive tackles I've ever seen. Okay? Slade did not get killed. Okay. No third down blitz. You're dead in the NFL. Jack, that team needs to blitz more on first and second down. 
85's right. Sue brings a tenacity in there. He's going to bring an edge in there. He's going to bring a nastiness in there. By the way, you start pulling that bullshit on Dominic and Sue, he may look Jonathan Gannon in the face and go, hey, look here, little guy. We got this. He's that kind of guy. Jim Schwartz said, when you talk about a guy like Adama Katsu, that guy don't mess around with anybody, man. That guy's not going to be put in a position of failure. He's not coming to Philly to lose. He handpicked you for a reason. He could have went to Dallas, Buffalo, LA Chargers. He could have went to any of those teams. He picked you. He's not going to allow some dude just out of kindergarten or just some guy out of the Don Shula School of Coaching, 101, to sit there and put shit schemes up on him and have him two-gap just to do it. He's not, that's not going to work for him. Once again, Leo, not knowing exactly anything about how a market works. He could have signed anywhere for the same money. Dallas is $7.5 million worth of cap space. They could have signed him and given him more than you did. Could have went to Buffalo. They got room. Didn't want to go there. He took the money and the winning. Very rarely you can do that. Most of the time you take the money, you have to go to a sorry-ass team. That's how the draft works. Best college players go to the shittiest teams. When you're a free agent like Sue... He knows there's a market. I'll sign for the same money, but I'm going to go to a place that's winning. He picked the Eagles. Handpicked them. Let, hey, anybody want to talk about the Sioux signing? I'll answer. But I want to ask you this. I think I just got another team. The Ravens did make a play for him. So now we're finding out this for Dominic and Sue. Chargers, Bills, Cowboys, Ravens, Eagles, five teams that I know of right now made a play for him. Okay. Um, Sills, why Sue picked the Eagles? Because they're going to get home field advantage. He's going to play one less playoff game. You're going to have a bye. You're going to win the East. And you're going to be two games away from going to the Super Bowl. Pretty simple. Less traveled road to get to where you want is in Philly. And the NFC is wide open for them to win it and take it. You got more speed bumps in the AFC with those quarterbacks over there. In the NFC, he doesn't have to be a pass rusher against the 49ers in the NFC title game. He just has to stop the run. If you're going to play anybody in the conference title game, I believe you're going to play 
either the Vikings again or you're going to play the 49ers. Steven goes, the AFC's open too. Yeah, but you don't have Josh Allen in the AFC, in the NFC. You don't have Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow in the NFC. You don't have any of those guys. Those guys can beat you on any given Sunday. That's not beating you. Kyler Murray's not beating you. Kirk Cousins is not coming to your place and beating you. It'd be the best quarterback you play. God forbid Brady gets the Bucs going. God forbid Brady gets the Bucs going. That's the guy I don't want to see. Everyone's like, well, we could be. Dude, don't. Why? Why would I want to play against Tom Brady when I could play against Kirk Cousins? Why would I want that? Well, it's, you know, it's a championship and it's metal. Shut up. (laughs) Give me Cousins over Brady any day. But I want to play Tom Brady and get revenge. You think this is like Queensbury rules? I don't give a shit how I get to the Lombardi Trophy. Who cares? Who cares? Well, you know, we have integrity here, Dan. I'd rather take on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady than Kirk Cousins, you know, or Tyler Heineke. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, okay. There's a reason more people sit in the stands that are on the sidelines in a pro football game. <laughs> you keep with that mentality. <laughs> Look at the NFC quarterbacks. I can't find any. Who, Geno Smith? Who? Rams are under underwater right now. The Bucks have their head barely above water. What quarterbacks frightens you? Kirk Cousins? And who? Who? I sound like an owl sitting on a tree limb. Who? I would rather not play Brady too. Maniac. (laughs) Brady in a 60-minute football game. I don't care if you want to play the game on Mars. I don't want to do it. No, thank you. No interest. Not, not, I don't care at all. Jalen is the best. Jalen Hurts. Where is that? Jalen Hurts right now is playing the best quarterback in the NFL, except for Mahomes. Why would you want to risk anything with that when you don't have to? Well, I want to play the best of the best. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you do that. Will Sue be a cancer in the locker room? Who came up with that? Who came up with that? That Sue's a cancer. Sue's one of Sue. Brady loved him. Tom Brady loved him in Tampa. He's not in Tampa because of money. Go, Birds. Thank you. Had everything to do with money and salary cap. 
And that's why they signed Akeem Hicks. Big Sills, great show. Thank you. John, I appreciate it, you being part of it. Sue with cancer. Sue done, hey, Sue's done things. I make you go, Jesus, man. Stepping on a guy's head. Kick, dude, kicking Rodgers. Great. Everyone hates that guy. Everyone hates that guy. Now that you know what kind of jackass Aaron Rodgers is, every time Sue played against him, he gave him cheap shots. Why do you think? He ain't the only guy that hates Aaron Rodgers. His own teammates hate him. You know how I wonder how many Packer guys, when they saw that on film, went, mm, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Remember how we all were like, how could Sue do that to Rodgers? Kick him like that. Did step on his leg. Well, I won't lie to you. I might do that shit too. There used to be another guy in the league. His name was Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon used to, he used to like chirp so much. And do you remember when that Packer guy picked him up and just body slammed him and almost broke his neck? Half the league was cheering. He's just chirps. McMahon just chirped. He just kept chirping. The guy's name was Charles. I, Char, I forget. Picked his ass up and body slammed him. I watched it on film. And I was, I, dude, there wasn't a guy in, the, in my room that didn't go, eh, I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Everyone looks now at Sue and goes, eh, you know, I get it. I get it. Dominic and Sue's a jackass. No, maybe not. Right? Let me let hey, I got another topic. It's about Jalen. It's a good one. And I want to I'm gonna ask you if you you subscribe for it. I'm gonna reset everything here. But man, what a sign. What a sign. And and by the way, you know what you also now bring in with Adamic and Sue here? You know what else you bring in? A little bit of a nastiness to it. You know, there's not really a headhunter out there. I like that guy in my defense. A Jack Tatum. You know, that that Reggie White, maybe not Reggie, but Jerome or Seth. Hey, how about Andre Waters? Let <laughs> me tell you about Andre. One of my favorite people of all time lived in Tampa. You didn't roam across the middle of the field with that guy out there with Wes Hopkins and Andre. There was a tenacity about that secondary. Hey, you know, as good as that gangrene D-line was, that secondary was scary too. And you had Seth rolling in the middle in there. Dude, man, there was tone setters all over that defense. You weren't going to run in the secondary. You weren't going to run in the secondary. (laughs) It's Wes Hopkins (laughs) and Andre Waters, man. Those guys would declete you. Do you know how many times on film I watched those guys where wide receivers were coming across the middle and they alligator armed it because they didn't want to get popped in the head from Andre 
he was like that perfect guy back in the day. You know, that linebacker that got thrown out of the league. Okay, he was like that kind of guy. He didn't give a shit, man. Leave his feet, knock you out. He looked, he wasn't looking to like dislodge you from the football. Andre Waters wanted to dislodge your helmet from your head. That's the kind of guy you want on your defense, man. It's always great to have guys. I love headhunters. Because you know why? There's the built-in fear of your defense. It's intimidating. The Eagle defense is not intimidating. That's not an intimidating defense. Shit, the Andy Reid defense was more intimidating than this thing. There's nothing intimidating about this. You can beat them. There's nothing awe-inspiring. That They don't get after you. You know, they're not really like an angry group. That's because your coordinator's not. Your coordinator sets the tone. You see, when you play against the Eagle defense, it's like going out for tea. <laughs> when you go and you play against a Buddy Ryan defense, you're going out for beers and shots. That's I want to play on the beer and shot team. When you go out and you're going out for lunch with, with Jonathan Gannon's group, you're going out for tea and crumpets. Is this how you do it till you put the little thing up like this and you start drinking your tea? Here. Here's Jonathan Gannon going over his game plan. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think we could bring the uh, blitzes uh, at least three times a game. But I want to do it, you know, when I want to do it. Remember, not in critical situations. <laughs> yeah, this guy's not even a dipper. You don't di I bet you 10 bucks that guy doesn't dip his Oreos. Probably don't even screw them up. He probably breaks them in little pieces. Yeah. Anybody who breaks an Oreo in pieces, I'm out. <laughs> you you break your Oreo in pieces, I'm out. Okay? Unless it got broke in the in the grocery store bag and your 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 Oreos got broken, I'll eat them that way. But if I watch a guy break Oreos, I'm out. He ain't my coordinator. Okay? No way. <laughs> He's a dipper. <laughs> He's the dipper. <laughs> I'm dipping is all right, man. I'm a dipper, too. He ain't a dipper. He's a, he's a cookie breaker. Breaks them up and breaks the cookies and little niblet pieces. He's a niblet guy. He's a nibble guy. Mm -hmm. I hate nibblers. <laughs> He's a little nibble guy. Mm. 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 <laughs> Dude eats pizza with a fork. No, Freezer. He's the guy that sits down to pee. That's the kind of guy he is, and he breaks his cookies up and shit like that. You know what I'm saying. It's all good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Mm. I bite my lower lip on that guy. <laughs> Do you think Gannon or Nick hears any of this? You don't hear it when you're eating one. You hear it when you get run over. So they started hearing a little of it. And that's why your boy ran to Nick and to um, Howie. I need help. These guys suck. Okay. Sills, do you think this team is scary now? Yeah, it's Sue in there. 
Hey, hey, Ruiz, let me ask you something. If you were a running back and you had a bare front going or a 50 front, one guy was 330 and Sue. The nose guard is Davis at 348. And the other DT is Fletcher at 330. I'm not good at math. But that's 660, 348, <laughs> okay? That's 1,000 pounds. Would you be scared? Three guys are <laughs> 1,000 pounds? Would, would, would you be a little nervous? In the middle, if you had to run in there and you're a little guy? Jesus, man, look at this. Holy cows. These are like the pillars of Gibraltar. Look at this thing. Seals, what's your favorite candy? My wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm bouncing outside. Okay. That's why you're going to see your defensive ends get more productive, I'm, I'm thinking. Your DEs are going to benefit so much from this. And, dude, you're... The, the the young kid is going to benefit so much from Dominic Sue and Fletcher Cox. Okay? Oh, man. Bed and Eric Kornitsky. Give me concrete. I loved him. He used to come on my show in Tampa all the time. Man. Chuck Bed and Eric. I vote on that award, too. Oh. My uncle loved him. Hall of Famer, Robustelli, loved Chuck Pedneric. Loved him. Oh, man. Nisky was good. I love Ray, too. See, I got a chance to know all these young. When I was a young kid, I got a chance to know all these guys because they used to all go up to Robustelli's house in Stanford, Connecticut and see him. Gifford and all these guys. Pedneric could be in there for New York something, whatever, get together. He was up for the Heisman, if you remember right. So he'd come in there. I got to meet Chuck. Dude, hey, what a character. Tough as nails. He goes, I played center and linebacker. I was like, you know, that's what I played in high school. And he goes, good. Good. I go, but my my big question with Bednarik was always this. How'd you get into UPenn? He went like this. Look, no comment. (laughs) I'm like, wait a minute. You went to UPenn? He goes, yeah. Ho- hold on. Chuck Bednarik went to an Ivy League school? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get in there? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> they asked me to play, and I played. I said, so wait a minute. You're you're a University of Pennsylvania athlete. He goes, yeah. I- I- I'm like, I, I, he goes, stop asking. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay, stop asking. <laughs> Chuck Bednarik's an Ivy League guy. I have got a question for you on Jalen Hurts. Guys, I canceled my guest because I think this is important for us. I'm going to I'm I'm going to reset everything here. 
And I want to ask you a question on Jalen Hurts. This is a big week for him. And I'm going to tell you why. Hour number three, please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu. Three National Football Show with your boy Big Sales. Appreciate you guys coming aboard. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. What a big day. What an absolutely big day. A telling day. Dominic and Sue, signed by Howie Roseman, to become part of the rotation. For the Philadelphia Eagles, addressing their biggest issue going into this Colts game. Tell you what, hasn't it livened up the week now? I think it has. 
he brings, but again, we're not looking at Sue to come in here and be Dominic and Sue, Detroit. We're looking at him coming in playing 25 plays, tops, to help that rotation out. Do I think he has it in him for the next how many weeks? Nine weeks, 10 weeks, getting to Glendale? Yes. This is a better sign than the Robert Quinn sign. But you see, a sign like this affects Robert Quinn. Hassan Reddick. Ramsu, Tony? I don't know Ramsu. Okay? He, 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 he. I think it went Lions, Dolphins, Rams, Bucks. Rams? I'm thinking more Bucks. Won a Super Bowl there. Dominic Sue won a Super Bowl there. He was effective and part of that front seven. Absolutely. By the way, I think they miss him a little bit too. Bucks run defense, even with Via Veda in there. I, I, I don't think they're the same. More Bucks, Sue. That's, a, that's good. Huge sign. Huge in many ways. As I said in the first hour, I want to go back one thing, though, too, and say, man, if I'm a Dominic and Sue, I have, I mean, if I'm Jordan Davis, I have a Dominic and Sue and Fletcher Cox as my mentors. Man, you can't ask for anything better than that. You cannot. You can't. Yeah, Sue had seven sacks last year. That's pretty good for a guy who was walking the street. Adamic and Sue had seven sacks at a defensive tackle position, and he's nowhere near what he was when he was in Detroit when he had that 110 sack season. Whoa. I totally think he's got something left. And he's going to have fresh legs. Somebody checked. Yale, are you right? Yale, is that correct? He had seven sacks last year? Holy cow. Interior, too, exactly. You don't see big sack numbers inside and interior-wise. That's why when you see Aaron Donald, but see, Aaron Donald doesn't worry about the run. All he does is pin his ears, and that's why he plays on a sorry-ass run defense. And that's why they're getting murdered. Yeah, Maniac, he may have had six sacks in the regular season. He may have had one in the postseason. Dude, they got some big horses in there now. Got some big-ass horses in there. Big people, big people. Man, so this is what I would do if I... I'm going to talk about Jalen here in a minute. Um... Also, the midway point offensive guys. Want to hit on that. So, Sweat. Sue. Hardgrave. Cox. Reddick. 
TJ? Kaiser? And your secondary. Man. And then you get then you get Jordan back. You got Milton. There are absolutely no excuses here now. Except your DC. Robert Quinn coming in on situational pass rushing. Look at the group of dudes you have. Look at this. Robert Quinn, who had like 16 sacks last year. Sue, Cox, Reddick. It's like an all-star team. I know you don't want to hear that. And you don't want to hear that word, all-star team, 2010. I get it. I get it. The only question mark now is your defensive coordinator. Hardgrave has seven sacks against the Steelers and against the Texans. Rest of it's been. He had five in those two games. Not a lot to write home about. Hey Tony, I know, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna recant the um, the AS. Okay. Could you imagine if Larry Allen was a nose? Larry Allen, man, what a player. He's come on lately, Yale. He has. I, I Hardgrave got to benefit from this too. Hardgrave's got to dude. T.J. Edwards is going to benefit massively, and so is Kaiser White going to benefit. Totally. Joseph is, you know, and, and and I'm not bringing him up a lot, but he's also going to, he's also a big dude. Tell you what, man, you, you, I mean, Hardgrave's the smallest guy in that, in that group, isn't he? Hardgrave's the smallest guy in that group. Once again, I want to say this to you. Howie Roseman is not the greatest talent evaluator on the planet when it comes to, to drafting, but I'll tell you what he is really good at making deals, getting people on a team and constructing a team with veteran guys. He's pretty good at this. He's put a good looking football team together here, but remember two guys, he's not going to be afforded this. Once Jalen starts making money, you don't have this latitude to do this. You don't have Look, look at how limited. Now, the Cowboys do have $7 million under the cap, they, but they're putting that together for Beckham. They're putting that there for Beckham. 425? Probably. Matt? Probably. Okay, because you got CJ playing that, that safety slot position? Probably. That's Probably what you're going to see more variation of the four two five, I, and maybe and maybe lining those ends up out wider instead of a instead of a five technique, maybe wide sevens because Reddick is a little undersized. You want to put him out there a little bit further out, and now that you've got that big giant guys in the middle in there, you you may actually see some of that bare fronts, four two five, something like that with wide sevens. 
probably something in there. Dami says, I guarantee the Cowboys aren't getting OBJ. I, I actually, I agree with you. I think the Bucks are getting them or the Dolphins. Wide nines. With Quinn, with Quinn out there and Reddick and a wide nine, I could I, I, I could see that. Eight five Sills is the little Italy MVP. <laughs> you show him respect going forward. <laughs> uh, thank you, brother. Imagine if Dawkins was in. The, oh man, that'd be great if you had Brian Dawkins back there, man. Yo, Bob says, tell you, Big Sells, we can bring in all the big guns he wants, but the real issue's Gannon. I know, Bob. Bob, I'm trying to do my best to get over this guy, and I'm trying to do my best not to add this guy into the conversation too much because he is really the – you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something here. Let me let me let me do this. This was going to be one of my topics in the first hour, believe it. Okay. This is a huge game for Jalen Hurts. Okay. It's not an end-all game. But look at the energy now. Dominic Sue signs. You signed a kid, Joseph. You're addressing some things mid-season organizations pushing everything in, right? This is a big game for Jalen. Here's why. All these moves are being made. He loses Dallas Goddard. You got A.J. Brown. This is where Jalen's going to earn his $45 million this week. Okay? And I'm not talking about 500 yards. I'm not even talking about 350 yards. I'm talking about winning. Make that look like a novelty. Eh, fuck, it don't happen to us. Happens. Happens to everybody. And it does. Hold on. Hold on, Blue. Hold on. Hold on for a second. I'm not saying it's an end-all deciding. I'm talking he goes in and he wins this game. And they win it convincingly because people are going to, you know what's happened right now? Colts are energized. They're going like this. They can't stop the run. I got Jonathan Taylor. I got a pretty good old line. I got Yannick and I got uh, the kid Buckner. They got some pretty good ball players over there. They're not special by any means. They do have a pretty good win against the Chiefs. And they're going to go like this. That Eagle team ain't the Chiefs. Prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Run the ball at them. Put Jalen more involved in the run game. Come up with ways to compensate for Dallas Goddard. Get Devontae in the game. Hey, Bayjay's banged up. Dude, you've got a very capable wide receiver who for the last month, for whatever reason, has not been involved in the offense. He's got 18 catches for 128 yards in a month. That's not involvement. 
Well, Goddard, and I know this. He ain't there. He's on IR. Mandatory. Four weeks. Gone. Go out there and make a statement. Hey, look, next man up shit. Because you know why? Then you start to take the makeup on of 2017. Doesn't matter. Next guy up. Tell me this. And help me here. Do you guys agree that you could have made a t-shirt for that 17 team that won the Super Bowl? Next man up. Next man up. Next man up. Next man up. I could do that seven times with guys you lost that year. You can't lose one or two guys and look like the Bengals a couple Thursday nights ago when they lost Jamar Chase. And they couldn't get anything going. Don't go into this Colts game and stall because you don't have Goddard out there and because you don't know how to get Devontae in. This is a game for Jalen here. Settle the waters. Calm them down. Hey, guys, I got you. Don't worry about it. That's what the great ones do. Lose Tyreek Kill? Don't worry about it. I got you. Brady, don't worry about it. I got you. They all look to the leaders like that, like Jalen. I got it. Don't worry about it. Mike, run the ball. However, the Eagles offensive-minded guys this past week got away from that and got away from who they were. I don't understand it. That's why your coaching staff scares me. I've said it since day one. How could you run the ball the way you did fundamentally? Because that was by design that you weren't running it and you ran one time in the second half. Who came up with that? What minded guy in the coaching staff thought that that was a smart thing with the number one O-line in the league and thought that was smart? Shit, Washington played their, Washington played the Eagles game on them. Don't outthink this. Don't outthink it. Miles Sanders has, can I show you this? Let me show you this. Still, with the last couple weeks, Hertz is on pace for 4188, 26 touchdowns, six picks. 67-9 completion percentage, a 106-4 quarterback rating. That's good enough to win a Super Bowl for sure. Miles Sanders is on pace for 1341, 11 touchdowns. He's averaging five yards a carry. Clearly good enough with the quarterback's play to win a Super Bowl. Want more? A.J. Brown on pace for a career year. 
83 catches. He's never had over 68. 11 touchdowns. Career year. These guys are all on pace to still have career years. Don't let shitty four quarters get you down. Here's my problem with Devontae. Okay? He's on pace for more catches and for less yards than a year ago. 909 for that kid? That kid should be in the 1,400-yard range. Not 900 yards. Devontae Smith is not regressing. The offense around him in particular is regressing. Not anybody else because, look, these numbers are going to be whacked for Goddard now because it's done for four weeks. Dallas Goddard was on pace for 81 yards and 1,000 and six touchdowns. That's gone. Okay? Why in the hell would you draft Devontae Smith if you're not going to use him? Makes no sense to me. Hey, and Freezer, is Devontae, am I saying Devontae here is a bad? No, absolutely not. Devontae Smith's a hell of a ball player. I'd love to have him on my football team any day, any day, any day. AJ, Miles, all these guys, I'd love to have. Now, look, you know, and I have a different of a difference of an opinion with the quarterback, but these guys are all good football players. That offense has to help the defense out. How? Jalen Hurts can help his defense out. You know how you do this? Let's do this, and let's make a proclamation here on November 17th at 525 Eastern. I need to see against the Colts four series of 10 plays or more. You get four series, 10 plays or more, you'll destroy the Colts. Four four series of 10 plus play drives. 10, 12, 13, 14. Running the ball, jailing, killing teams on third down, getting out in the perimeter. You do that, you own them. Run it. And some of you would go, well, Colts are pretty good against the... I don't care if you're gaining two yards. Run it. Run it. Be patient. Run it. Don't do what you did against Washington. See, here's what I think happened, too. I think the Eagles were feeling it at 8-0. Washington, they crushed them, had nine sacks against them. They didn't realize, quite frankly, and again, this is the coaching staff, didn't realize that there's a pretty good set of coaches on that side of the football, and they get paid, too. And they wanted them. They were humbled at their place. And you know what they said in their locker room? I know Jack Del Rio is a former teammate of mine in Dallas. I guarantee you Jack went like this. Let's go embarrass him in their place. And they did. They went into your building and did what you did to them. And get this, getting a draw against Washington is a failure. 
in that series. You failed this year against Washington. You needed to sweep that team. You failed. Washington, how do you think Washington feels in the two games that they played against the the Philadelphia Eagles? They probably came away going, wonderful. We split with them. How do you feel being a, a Philadelphia Eagle having split with Washington? Pretty shitty, don't you? That's a win for Washington and an L for the Eagles. Doesn't it feel 2-1-5 like Washington got the better of you this year? Because they did. They split with you. You're not supposed to you're not supposed to split with that team. Of all the teams in the East, I'll take that back. Oh no, I thought Washington was better at the beginning of the year than New York. New York may be actually better than Washington. I I I I, I still want to see when the Eagles play New York. I can't wait for that because I want to see who they are. I don't know who they are. And Monday night at that too, right? Everyone goes. They lost to the Eagles, or the Eagles lost to Washington. Man, you can't. I mean. That's why last year, tell me this, of all the losses last year, I know everybody's circling the Cowboys and how that thing didn't look good at AT AT&T a year ago. But, dude, losing to Daniel Jones in the Meadowlands was a sorry-ass loss last year. I thought that was awful, that loss. That I thought, actually, outside of the Bucs game, I thought that giant loss last year was your worst loss. I was like, how do you lose to Daniel Jones? How can you lose to that stiff? Right? Shit, Washington getting a split? They're happy. You're not. I know you're not. I'm not. Even in our best years, we never went out in the NFC East. Never. Okay. That's great, Jason. But you didn't really think you were going to not sweep the Washington Commanders this year. Okay, you really, you really thought you'd split with Washington. I didn't. I thought you'd own them. We squeezed by them the first time last year. Giants. Beginning of the year predicted a split with Dallas and Washington. Look, common opponent, NFC East. Yeah, but. So you guys all thought the NFC East at the beginning of the year was going to be the NFC East that you're looking at now where no team is below 500? I'm sorry. Then you guys are way better at it than me because I never saw that. I never saw all four teams having winning records. Absolutely not did I see that. That New York game is going to be very interesting. Okay. I, I do. I, I, I think that that is going to be pretty interesting. No question about it. Should have swept the East. I, I mean, look, I was more thinking that you would split with Dallas. Okay? Here. Here are your Super Bowl odds. 
I'll go. Here are your top Super Bowl odds to get to the game. Number one, plus 280, the Buffalo Bills. This, this is Vegas. Number two, the Chiefs, plus 450 is second. Three, the Eagles, Chiefs jumped them. Plus 650. Every dollar you bet, you get 650 back. 49ers. Plus 850 at four. Five. Vikings. Plus 1100. Ravens. Six. 1300. Seventh. This is the sports betters. Cowboys, plus 1,400. I might take this one here. Eight bucks, 1,600. Imagine you put 100 bucks on that. Brady gets to the Super Bowl. Dolphins also at 1,600. Bengals. At 3,000, plus 3,000. So it goes 1 to 10. Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers. Eagles are plus 650. Vikings at 5. Ravens at 6. Cowboys at 7. Bucks at 8. Dolphins also tied at 8. And the Bengals at 10. At plus 3,000. Fly, I'd take that Bucks bet for sure. Plus 1,600 with Brady. Do I think the Buccaneers are going to win the Super Bowl? No. But I'll tell you what, those odds are pretty good with Brady. When's the last time you saw plus 1,600 with Brady in the conversation? I might take that. Especially if they get to the NFC Championship game and play the Eagles at Lincoln Financial. I'd like to see that game again. I, hey, I think that game... I think that game would be more interesting than watching the 49ers because I might be bored to tears with the Eagles and the 49ers in the NFC title game. But the Buccaneers and the Eagles in the NFC title game, I'd like to see that game. I'd like to see that. Eagles are better on the road. Dude, don't say that in the postseason. Make that thing run through Lincoln Financial like 17. That was one of the most instrumental parts of you guys winning. With all the injuries that you suffered, you guys didn't have to leave your building until you went to the Super Bowl. Can you imagine that? You got a month and a half. You get to stay in Philly, play all your games, sleep in your own bed, eat your own food, eat your own Twinkies, go to your favorite Wawa, do all that stuff. And you get to do all that for a month and a half and everyone else has got to get in, put the suitcase together, get their old ladies in the bus and do all that other shit. It's a pain in the ass. I want that thing running through Philly. Why not, man? It's automatic three points you get. Marco Sills, most Eagle fans don't like Gannon. Mark, you want to hear something too? I want, I want to make this and put this out there. I don't know Jonathan Gannon from a can of paint. So personally, 
I'm going to use a Vito Corleone and I'm going to use a Michael Corleone line. It's not the personal. It's strictly business here, dude. I don't know you from a can of paint, but who you are and how you run your business, I don't want any part of it. Well, if you're worried about security, then I don't, it doesn't mind me what a man does for a living, you see. You, you're in a little bit of a scary business. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? No, 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 no. Me personally, it doesn't matter what a man does for a living, you see. It, it, it doesn't matter. Okay? <laughs> doesn't matter. Your business is a little scary. <laughs> right? I don't want anything to do with that, man. This guy's this this guy's this guy's game. How he puts a system. To, dude, I'm going to tell you. Well, you know what aggravates Seth on our post-game show so much? By the way, I recommend it to everyone. Do you know what aggravates Seth? That this guy coaches like a wimp. And I, I, look, it sounds personal. And if it does, I'm sorry. I don't want it to be. It just comes off soft. I'm afraid of this. I'm afraid of plus 25. I'm a, can you imagine some of the coordinators and defensive-minded guys that you guys have had in the building talking that way to Andre Waters or Reggie White or Jerome Brown or to Brian Dawkins or to Jeremiah Trotter, Hugh Douglas, Corey Simon. Can you, can you imagine somebody – Having that mentality around guys like that. Can you imagine that? <laughs> How about this, Bob? He coaches like a wimp. You know, it doesn't matter to me what a man does for his life and his living. It doesn't matter, you know? No, 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 no. You're worried about security. I'm not worried about anything. I'm Don Corleone. That's what he's trying to tell that stiff. I'm no, I'm Don Corleone. I'm not worried about anything. You, you're the guy that's got to be worried, Junior. That's why he took a bullet in the head. <laughs> right? Hey, no, I don't. I'm not. You got the wrong guy who's worried. I'm not worried. I'm Vito Corleone, dude. You don't have to worry about me. I'm not worried about anybody. Like Tom Brady's Vito Corleone. I'm not worried. What do you mean? I'm worried. You got the wrong guy. Right? Don't you love that when you hear people going, Sills, I'm worried. Yeah, Jonathan Gannon? Absolutely. Hey, Jonathan Gannon. It's Hyman Roth at the airport. <laughs> okay. He's Hyman Roth at the airport. I, I just a man, I'm, you know, looking in retirement and he gets popped at the airport. <laughs> hey, Mateo, uh, Jonathan Gannon's new name is Hyman Roth. <laughs> I always make I always make the right decisions for my clients. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Have you seen our defense? 
No. Hey, Johnny Ola, did you see the fact he got it popped? Mo Green, he got it in the eye. How did you do right? Mo Green took one in the eye in the massage table. Ask Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson and Mo Green. <laughs> right? Deshaun Watson and Mo Green. I don't know how I've ever done that and put those two things together. Make no mistake, it's personal. We look we look to people like Alexander the Great and Attila the Hun because they were savages. That's right. You want a savage DC, dude. That's right. Who doesn't like a massage? I don't know. I think you might want to ask Mo Green that. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Fredo? Cannon's Fredo? I knew it was you. That's what Fletcher's doing. Fletcher's grabbing Jonathan Gannon. I knew it was you. You broke my heart. You put me in a two-gap two technique. I knew it was you. I knew it was you, Jonathan. You put me in a two-gap. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't ever embarrass me like that in public again. You know, I love that movie because it reminds me of my family and how crazy we were man, when I was growing up. I love I love the Godfather. As you could tell, Fredo. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see you here in my house as long as my mother's alive. <laughs> hey, trust me. I'm not sure that that has exactly been said. My aunt's going to put her hands over her ears. I don't think that's exactly been said in my house, but something to the contrary of that has probably been said in my house at my dinner table. So just so you know how crazy it, it, it could get. Jim Johnson must be rolling over right now, dude. Seriously, man. He totally must be rolling over right now. Hey, Sydney goes, hey, Sills, you have any siblings? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, we love you, Aunt Betty. Look at that. Aunt Betty, my, my aunt's getting love here. All right. I got to take a time out here. We come back. I'll talk a little bit about tonight's game. And again, I want to reset it here a little bit about Dominic Sue joining the Eagles. I think it's a fabulous thing. It's absolutely spectacular. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Sales National Football Show um, just confirmed the Chargers did make a run at Adamic and Sue. So we told you the teams that made an official bid on him. And we're trying to sign him. I'm going to get that list again. It's official. Chargers were in the mix. Ravens. Cowboys. Bills. That I know of, okay, that I know of. And, of course, the Eagles. So we're looking at five teams. Obviously, the Eagles sign them, but five teams. Man, you'd have to think maybe Minnesota probably put a bid in for them. think somebody else would probably put a bid in for him. Six sacks a year ago, and he's walking the street. This guy still – this guy still has – this guy still has um, – Tread on the tires, man. So I would say this to you. Who, who else outside of these teams that I know of? Vikings? Who else would you say would put a bid in for them? Um, Chiefs? But not the Dolphins wouldn't go back over that road, would they? The Bucks, no. The Packers? Maybe the Packers, but the, but he's not going to go to a team. By the way, I'm going to get pack. I'll talk about Packers and Tennessee tonight. Chiefs, Dallas, that's confirmed. I would say this. Um, let's see here. Any, any Ravens? No. Here, here are the teams again. 49ers. Yeah. 49ers had to be in the conference. I could see John Lynch. I'll find that out. I'll text John Lynch after the show. Okay. Okay. 49. I'm not going to be 49. What are you nuts? January 30th to come to be 49. I don't think so. 49, I'd still be killing people. No, I'm kidding. 
Chargers, man, they're getting hey, they're getting annihilated by their fan base right now because supposedly they had a deal in place with him and he was leaning on playing with them. Okay, and then all of a sudden Howie comes parachuting it in. And you guys, you guys took them from uh the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Ravens, and the Bills. I don't think Washington would make a play. You think the Giants? Would the Giants make a play for him? Thank you, Marcos. Dab goes like this if Gannon wasn't such a Fugazi on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, Marcos, he's the Bafangul, huh? <laughs> hey. Hey, God, hey, Gannon, mind you, gods. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ain't no bona fortuna for you, brother. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So, yeah, it's confirmed the Chargers made a play for him, too. Seahawks. Yeah, I like that. Mateo, I, I could see the Seahawks. Yeah, but 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 Brandon, the Cowboys, I think they want to save that seven million. There's seven million under the cap right now. I personally think they want to save that money for Odell Beckham. I don't think he's going to Dallas. I think he's either going to Tampa. Dude, if you're Odell Beckham, when do you want to go to Kansas City? When do you want to go to Kansas City and have Mahomes throwing you in the football? Dude, go to Kansas City and you have Mahomes for a couple of years throwing you the football? I don't know, man. I might want to go to KC. You got a shot of making the Super Bowl if you go to Kansas City. Kansas City, Dolphins. What's funny is this. Eagles don't need them. Just glad we got them. Buffalo, man. I don't. I mean, he's going to go play up in Buffalo, New York, and in the cold like that. Did you see what they're doing? They may move the game. Who, who, who are they playing this weekend, Buffalo. Who are they playing? They got a, who, who's Buffalo playing? They may move the game because there's so much snow supposedly going. Okay? There's so much snow, they're saying. Ob- Odell Beckham over Quez? <laughs> yeah, well, really? <laughs> it's been confirmed. Sills, they're playing in Detroit. Oh, oh, they're playing in Detroit? Wow, they're playing at the uh, at Ford Field. Whew. Browns, Odell Beckham to the Browns again. I don't think they're going to revisit that, even though that'd be a great sign for Deshaun. CBS Sports reported Eagles are interested in OBJ. How he's interested, though, my friend, Jonell. How he's interested in everybody, <laughs> isn't he? Didn't he want Patrick Peterson a couple of years ago when he was in Arizona? I reported that too. I said, because I called Steve Kime. I go, dude, is this, you know what he said to me about how he, I wasn't even doing a show yet that was kind of centric around the Eagles and Philly, you know? And I, I remember talking to Steve Kime, the general manager of the Cardinals. And he goes like this to me, dude, this guy, Roseman, He's on the phone with like, it would not shock Steve Kime if Howie talks to every general manager every month, all 32 of them or 31 of them. He says, this guy, 
Because you know what he's doing? It's pretty smart, actually. You know what Howie does? He looks at market value. He looks at market value. And he goes like this. What's the market value on this player? And he finds out where you are in the market. Then he takes his players and, okay, then what he does is he looks at his players and he's able to figure out how much I could pay this guy, how much not to pay this guy. Am I going to be, am I going to be negotiating against myself? Pretty smart how he, look, man, when it comes to free agency and shit like he did today while signing Sue, there is no doubt that he is a genius at that. Talent evaluation, like I showed you guys. Look at this. Jordan Davis. I think we would all say this about Jordan Davis. He's a really good run stopper. But for the 13th pick, he's never going to be Fletcher Cox. So at the end of the day, in five years, you're going to have to make that assessment on whether or not you think that the 13th pick for Jordan Davis was worth it. One-dimensional run stopper. I said that's all he was going to be. Remember when they drafted him? I said that. I said if he's Vince Wolfark, that's what I think he's going to be. I think his ceiling is Vince Wolfark. Vince was instrumental in winning Super Bowls in New England. So how you want to quantify that at the end of the day? He may not be Fletcher or Sue because he's never lived up to his amazing talents. Even at Georgia, he had 43 games at Georgia, nine sacks. That's not production. My friends, that's not huge production. Right? It's, it's not huge production. Did he ever have over 25 tackles in a year? I'm not sure. Okay. The kid Cam Jurgens incomplete. The Kobe Dean incomplete. Jerron Johnson. The tight end's going to get a shot this week. Brandon says Sills underachieved too for his talent in the NFL. Brandon, he's never going to be a pass rusher. That's he's never been. And again, my expectations for him or is exactly who he is. Listen, he's not going to affect pass rushing. But what he is going to affect is the ability to get home for other guys. He's going to win first and second, which puts your defense in third and long. So he may not have nine or 10 sacks in a season. But he's going to get somebody else 9 or 10. And that's going to be his impact. That's a big impact. That's playing in a scheme. So if you're comfortable with the 13th pick doing that, and I am, I'm comfortable with him doing, that's his MO. If people thought all of a sudden Jordan Davis was going to turn into something he wasn't in college, you know, you're kind of who you are. He wasn't a very productive guy. But when you got him at the combines, 478, 348, watching him do his shuttle drills, you see the amazing abilities he has. He's, he's an amazing talent. He's an amazing talent. 
<laughs> Janelle, breaking news. Cilio signs a one-year deal with the Eagles. Yeah, I put my equipment on, and then guess what? I pass out. <laughs> I got to reach down and tie my shoes now? <laughs> um, I used to be able to do a front handspring back in the day. I did something like that, man. I'd be in traction for weeks. Hey, guys, please hit the like button, too. I appreciate all of you guys, man. You guys, hey, I'm going to say this. I'm going to talk a little bit here in the last couple minutes here about tonight's game. And what I'm, you're going to be playing both these teams, too, tonight. So I'd keep an eye on them. I know it's Amazon. But you're going to play both these teams tonight. So I'd get a good look at them. And keep that stored away back here. And see how they play against Jonathan Taylor. And that'll give you a lot to hit on tomorrow because to me, Tennessee and the Colts are kind of alike. They're not getting much out of their quarterback. I think this is the second game back for Tannehill, too. Okay. I think I, this is kind of like, you know, you're going to. The Thursday night game. So just keep an eye on that a little bit here. But again, look, the signing of Sue is so great for the organization. It gives it an injection. It totally takes the bad taste out of your mouth when it comes to the loss to Washington. Put it in the rear view. A move like this is so great for the organization. Who do you got, Sales? Titans or Packers? Here's what I want. I want the Packers to be put to sleep. You don't want them getting on a roll. You don't want Aaron Rodgers and Brady in the postseason. Get them out of there. Make our road lesser of a hard road traveled. You know what I mean? Some go like this. Well, Sills, don't you? No, I don't want to play Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. No, I don't. Okay? No, I don't. All right. Guys, great, great day for you. Great day for you. And I want to thank you guys very much. I canceled the guest because I wanted to talk to you guys because you had a great day. And uh, this could be an interesting ball game tonight. I, I've got the Titans winning this game. 27-20 tonight. I'm beating Green Bay. Put them to sleep. Appreciate it. Hey, tomorrow um, should be interesting because this will tell us a lot, a little bit about what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks. Plus, the reaction is going to be hard and heavy about Sue joining the Eagles. I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for joining us. Till tomorrow, 3 to 6. Xander, great stuff. We'll see you on the flip side. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.